Live from the Formula Podcast Studio. Shit! You are now tuned into the Unscripted with Trillion Cuts. Yo, 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 what's happening? We back again for another episode of Unscripted. Today I got some special guests in the building and we're gonna do it a little different. They wanna introduce themselves. So we're gonna start which way y'all wanna start? Uh, okay. I'll be a gentleman, let the um, OG go first. Hey, what's up, man? It's DJ Stereo. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hey, I'm just a regular guy, man. I'm Byron. <laughs> he's Byron. He's, he's being naive right now. He's playing crazy. Man, I'm Shotty Vendetta, man. Big old giant, yo. Mr. Norris, the council president. Mr. Norris, the council president. Daddy Thug and full-time father. I got two on my hip right now. I apologize. You know, I get But nah, I'm just a regular guy, man. Here with my boy, Trillion Cuts. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. So how y'all boys doing today? I ain't chilling. You know, we're coming off this hour. In and off this All Star weekend, yeah, it's been a lot going on in the media. Like we got rap ciphers and shit going on. We ain't even gonna talk about that. We though. gotta talk about it. Why not? I mean, it won't be it won't be <laughs> on scripted. Yeah, that's what y'all want to talk about. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, this is a hot topic right now. Yeah, okay, well, we let's we can we can do a little brief one on it. What y'all what y'all think about it? You know? I ain't gonna lie. The um, I think it could have been a very spectacular show. Because it was some horror hitters in that video. But I think that beat killed the vibe. Yeah, I think that's what it was, too. Yeah. And it killed everybody's vibe. And they just had to kind of, <coughs> how they had to, <coughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, I, like you said, how you going to throw a Naptown cypher and not have a Naptown beat on that motherfucker? <coughs> that's what they it really should have really been. What's that? Oh, you talking about that super duck? Yeah, yeah just yeah, do yeah. that in there and yeah. let them go crazy. You know what I mean? So they could have had a hey, But it was a good look, though. Shout out for the, yeah. the mm-hmm. unity. Shout out for the, it, you know, you know, it, it was a good look. Man. I learned a lot of new new people. I didn't know a bunch of those people on there. I only knew yeah, like three or four I only knew like three or four, too. And other people, I was like, I don't know who they are, but they, hey, introduced me to them, so. For sure. Yeah. But that character dude, the nigga that got on the ass, though. Oh, you talking about oh, trip, trip the head? Yeah, trip the head. I ain't gonna boy. cap that. That dude. That, hey, there's some talent in the city, man. Yeah. 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 Big facts. Okay, but aside from that, let's let. Now we got that out the way. Let's get to the. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's. let's I'm gonna start over here. I mean, you know, you in town, mm-hmm. Byron Fresh in town. Yes, sir. What's What's good with you though? Like, like, but. Fifteen hours, man. I'm fresh out the car. You know. Where what you saying? coming from? Houston, Texas, baby. Okay. Okay. Houston, Texas. How yes, long sir. you been down there? Um. I've been back in Houston just this last year since March. Before that, I was in Colorado for the last two. Okay. Um, over there, you know, I'm a rather stone. I let my hat be my home. Uh, okay, but that's okay. an old chapter. I'm 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 more um, stable today. Got two children, beautiful daughters, and um, came to visit family, friends, of course. Gotcha. So, yeah. so like working down in Houston, like was you down there when they had that hurricane going on? Yes, sir. I was actually um. I wouldn't call myself a victim, but I was actually a casualty of that Hurricane Harvey situation, and I was affected by it, and okay. I never got no relief from the quote-unquote, you know, government, but, yeah. you know, yeah. So that, like, uh, that and the COVID. So, like, uh, was you out there, did you run into any, like, celebs or something? Like, you know, I heard Trade the Truth was out there being Superman. For sure. I actually like, volunteered with Trade the Truth um, on the walk-up, man. Um, once again, you know, I'm in the midst of the hurricane actually going on. So my, my family, my family, like my children, my girl just jumped on the speedboat from yeah. the apartment and left. Yeah. I'm at the crib trying to get stuff together, you know what I'm saying? So I finally leave. I ain't, I ain't got no knowledge of what's going on. Like mm-hmm. I'm over here um, Tarzan on the fence trying to keep <laughs> from walking through the water. So Damn. I cut through the apartment where they was at. So as I'm walking, 
tour it through the apartments. Mm-hmm. Hey, homie, you hungry? First thing nigga told me, hey, homie, you hungry? I said, nah. You, you need some help? He's like, shit, if you want to help, jump in the back of the truck. I jumped in the back of the truck. Volunteered the whole day. Met Bumby at the um the middle school that my daughter was going to, Jefferson. Um, cool guy, nice guy. Um, yeah, man, a lot of cool brothers got to help all day. Did some real um serving food, serving the community, picking people up. They couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. was not able to leave their home because of the water. Yeah. So we was out there knee deep, like passing out food, putting people on our backs, putting them in the truck, taking where they gotta go. Yeah, I heard I heard DC Young Fly was out there too with Trey. Um. It was a lot of people right, out there. They say um, he was out there passing out meals or something like that. Well, when I was out there, it was me, Camille, um, and Trey in the back of the truck, and then we met Bumby at the um, at the um, at the school where when okay. I say we, as far as the collective that was volunteering and helping, you know, that was like the headquarters. So you know, we'd go boom, 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 boom. But being part of that situation, I was definitely privileged to meet them guys. So aside from like the disasters, it's like running into them a normal. Like in Houston? Of course. I mean, it's normal because, you know, Houston is, is defined by hospitality. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it wouldn't be normal if you didn't pull up at a gas station and see a zero pumping gas or, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I go to Trill Burger and Bumby's the actual person who's giving you the Trill Burger. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Or go to a Johnny Dane and, you know, you see one of the princes up in there. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, if you're a player, you're going to be treated like a player. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You got something still? I'm just chilling right <laughs> yeah, now, okay, man. Okay, Shoot. Well, we just getting started. May I ask a question? Into... Yeah, yeah, what's, what's up? up? Yeah. What's your history with um, DJing in the NAP? Well, like, well, look, let me get a little over here. I'm going uh, to answer one thing. He ain't from that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he from New York. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, by okay. way, well, by way of? Uh, Bushwick. Bushwick. Bushwick, Brooklyn. And oh, okay. I thought you, what, Panamanian? Oh, yeah, I'm Panamanian also. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I just tell so you. Go ahead. I'll let you get your well, history. My, my history of DJing was all right. You remember back in the day, like I was saying, in the '90s, I, I started. Uh, I was going to ni- I was going to high school back in the '90s, and I graduated '94. So, around that time, um, we would do stuff like get. You, they didn't care who booked um, these apartment, like their little their little um, rental places that you can throw parties out of. Yeah, you know, I can't remember what they call it right now, but they were like little, little sections, like little halls that you can rent. And now you have to be. Oh, you talking about like Lions Clubs and stuff like that? Well, no, like the um, clubhouses. You know yeah, how they yeah, have yeah, a clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, like an apartment. Now you have to actually live at that apartment to rent it. Okay. But back then, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like two fifty for the night or two hundred, one eighty, whatever it was. Yeah. We were renting those out, charging people five dollars to get in, and I was the I was the DJ. Oh, basically okay. like throwing house parties, yeah. right? Yeah. But before that, how people knew to even get me to do that was yeah. you know the North Central mixers. I went to North Central, okay. Okay. the little mixers for the basketball games and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. DJing those, okay. and and from there it just went crazy because I was doing mixtapes. Okay, so I would go to Sam's Club. I'll get like you know a couple like maybe forty mixtapes. Oh, you was talking about you going back to cassettes. Yeah, it started with the cassette, actual mixtapes. <laughs> them great um, tapes, them great tapes. You know tapes. what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. And I would go home, make a mix on Saturday, and spend all Sunday just making copies. Yeah. And shit be damn near sold out by hey, lunchtime. Look, that sounds familiar. You know what I mean? Have <laughs> hey, a meat roll, you know what I mean? Have a nice little hey. meat roll on me, you know what I mean? Uh, how much you selling yours for? 20? What? Yeah, <laughs> 20 man, tape. you can do it. You can hey, do that shit back then. Can I keep it real with you and tell you what, where I got my idea from? What's up? Okay. I've been a fan of Tupac all my life, right? Mm-hmm. So when 
I first got my hands on Juice, I burnt it on the tape over a movie. So I just watched it over and over. Mm-hmm. And what my first entrepreneurial lesson in the rap game as a young brother was, he said, 15 G. He said, it's a recession. He got a mixtape. Dude really wanted that tape. Mm-hmm. He really wanted that tape. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to get five. He said, nah, 15 G. You know what I'm saying? Cue it in the juice. So mm-hmm. that always stuck with me. I swear to God, it always stuck with me. And I'm going to say that to another story, but if it comes out. <laughs> so, like, my, uh, me creating my first mixtape, you know what I'm saying, which is with this guy right here. So, like, what's your Houston origin? How did that start? Like, what, like, born and raised in Houston, Texas. You feel me? Southport, you know me, Hurry Park Hospital. That nigga. That nigga. Yeah, and, 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 and I am now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm 40th in Arlington, right here in the ghetto, where I pull up everywhere I go when I first get here. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not where you're from, it's where you're at. Then it's not where you're at. It's, 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 I go where I'm welcome. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I had to understand, I, like a lot of brothers, I, I struggle with an identity crisis. So, yeah, once upon a time, it was all I knew now. You know, I mean, as a child growing up, dealing with what I had to grow up in, I didn't dictate my whereabouts. But I'm born from Houston. I grew up in Houston. Mm. But also, based off decisions of people governing my life as a child, it led me here. Mm-hmm. Which led me to meeting this guy as mm. my first friend being from here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, middle school growing up to adulthood in Indianapolis. Um, middle school down from baby growing up, you know, my first introduced to life, drugs, poverty, um, you know what I'm saying? My life didn't get stable until I got to Indianapolis. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was able to have a friend for the first time. You know what I'm saying? My mom was a drug addict and drug dealer. So I was a um, foster care, dope fiend baby, um, Tony kids, wherever you at. You know what I mean? I was was a trench baby, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... I was in the streets in Houston with my mama as a teenage mother with five kids doing what she had to do, went to the penitentiary. Thank God she had a mother who gave a fuck about her kids, came to Indianapolis, grandma did what she had to do, mom mm-hmm. got out, chose to come up here to stay here to change her life, mm-hmm. and shit, we was her kids, so we had to stay here with her, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> jumped out the porch in Indianapolis, <laughs> that clear, <laughs> you know, I, I credit all of the all of the big old giant, uh, shot even done, uh, all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the personality, <laughs> the character, the real shit, like the real nigga shit. I got my real nigga shit here. I can't yeah. lie. I got my real roots of, of, of life from Houston because I was knee deep in the streets from being in a poverty environment of a teenage pregnant mother. But as far as being a conscious young man and choosing to make his own decisions, I, it was him. Yeah, it was 40th and Arlington. No, okay. Th- um, yeah. I got I got a question for you. Yeah. If like okay, if ever, how many times have you met the right person at the wrong time? Never. You don't think so? No. So like, you don't feel like like if it, if you met like say one of your baby mamas at a different time that y'all could probably still be working out or something like that or. I I don't or, think I don't think like that. I feel like um. What happened has happened based off joint decisions and um, knowing or not knowing. Do I believe if um, based off um, guidance, growth and development, and going back to maturity, when we had met mm-hmm. a right person, it could have been the right time. But probably gotcha. being um, shortcut from understanding to identify that, yeah, we, we probably have messed up a lot of right people at the wrong time, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Uh, for me, 
<clears throat> I don't really believe in uh, coincidence. I think everything is planned. By who? Um, psh, I don't know, not me. Yeah, a lot of this plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not me. Yeah. So um, I think everybody meet who they meet for whatever reason, and it's a growth. Even if you don't end up with that person, mm-hmm. those lessons you keep with you, they keep with them, and it probably makes you a better person. Yes. So a lot of people I, I used to be with, I'm still friends with them because mm-hmm. it, you know I'm not a bad person and I don't, and I have a good moral compass to like figure out who other people are. Mm-hmm. I might not know this is not gonna work, but I know you're a good person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I still have a lot of those relationships to this day at the end of the day. So I don't really believe in meeting a person at the wrong time. It's just when you meet them, it is what it is. You're supposed to meet them at that point. I believe based off your your version of yourself dictate if that's the right person. Yeah, at that time. you can meet the right person for the wrong reasons, too. Mm-hmm. Facts. I've met a lot of right people for the wrong reasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. I swear to God. And you didn't overlook all the other stuff until yeah. you start seeing them later. You're like, oh, yeah. this is you it. for real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bet. Yeah. So you think, do y'all think they should have, like, some kind of thing for, like, PSTD, like, in the hood? What is it? Is it PTSD? Yeah, post yeah, yeah, the, the solution is um positive, productive, healthy, well mannered, groomed, mature, guided black men. But you see, like, like if you notice, like right now going on in the city or just any city, like it's not just Indianapolis. And in every city is like the younger, like the OGs. Is there? There are no more OGs because most of them, like it's a lot of young, older, like people our age that's dead and gone. Yeah. But they kids are being left. Raised by what the streets or the mothers. Like, I so definitely like, feel like there should be in, especially in in the inner cities mm-hmm. and in impoverished areas, there should be a full time psychiatrist there for yeah. you to be able to go in there and be able to speak to somebody that and that you don't really know that you can get that off and not feel like oh it's gonna be some repercussions because yeah. you know my mama, you know my auntie, or yeah. you might not want to tell somebody in your family because you don't want to be judged by them, but mm-hmm. having somebody you can talk to, I think it would help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, most definitely. And then, like, with, I know with your situation, you know, one of your baby mother's passing, yes, like, is it like a like a barrier between you and your daughter, like, raising your daughter? Like, is it kind of... It has been a, um, a terrific experience, and it has to help develop me into the father I am today, which I believe is why I have two children right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the language for that pain. My mother's still living, but as a parent, it has been a roller coaster ride emotionally. But right now, we healing too. We we are in communication, and um, I'm I'm thankful that I'm here. Okay. You know. So have you been to therapy before? No, I'm actually considering it now with my children. Okay. Um, getting some type of therapy. Um, I have a knowledge that I do need it, and then I'm still broken in a lot of ways, and I'm just finding productive ways to deal with it right now. Yeah, I, I'm. I commend you for that, and you wanting to get your kids some therapy. I would. I would. No, I really approve that because yeah. you don't want somebody to tr- be trying to unpack it when they're thirty. Yeah, cause you I'm know 36. what I mean. You know what I mean. You want to unpack that as soon as possible. Yeah, well, especially yeah. for kids, you know what I mean, because yeah. they don't understand yeah. as much as you know we do. Yeah. So you can put it in a proper perspective, but for them, they just be lost. 
So and excuse me, audience, <laughs> that's them in the background. I'm a I'm a full time daddy for real. So you know, I mean, forgive them. They nine and eleven. You know, they've been in the car for the last fifteen hours. I mean, we just got out the car like fresh off the boat. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, let's get back on and go into the subject of All Star Weekend. Have y'all like any Well, you just got here, yeah, but uh, did you yeah. did you I step out get, and do anything? I didn't get a chance to do anything, man. Shoot, All Star um, festivities brought me uh, some money, so <laughs> I was busy <laughs> getting it. So, I didn't get a chance to really do anything All Star related, which I'm kind of sad about. But I'd rather be making some money than spending money. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's why I was gonna be but doing. Yeah, you, if gotta, I didn't. you still gotta invest though, you know, to get where you need to be. You gotta, I was yeah. too busy getting out. I didn't ask for it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. All Star well, brought the money. I ain't. Well, I was a vendor. Vendor, <laughs> yeah, vendor. I can say, I can say uh, kudos and shout out to B Swift. I, I I seen he had so many events lined up, and I just only went out one day, and I. Felt it, felt it, felt it. Like you feeling it now? Yeah, look at your face. Still feeling it. Like you still feeling it now. I'm like, man, I don't see how they can do that party every day. Like, I could. That's a rock star life. I don't think I got that in me no more. I'm getting. I don't, think they, be, I don't think they be drinking though. I, I mean, if you he got can't. a sponsorship and shit, you got to drink that shit, man, don't you? You fake you. You put it to your mouth, but yeah, if you set yeah. it down, you don't actually drink it. I mean, yeah. but sometimes I think it's just the energy that's required. It's the I know they said 50 be pump faking though. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot I mean, of people son, pump faking. You fake. better pump fake. Yeah. Yeah, you better not be out there really turning up in every at the bar party that you yeah. survive to 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> then you got to get up and do the radio interview yeah. at the next day yeah. and shit you, like that. You yeah. use the bottle, but you don't use the real liquor. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. You just pouring everybody else drinks all night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you some. Get you some. Yeah. It's empty. Yeah. Next See, bottle. Last night I ran into a little scrappy. little scrappy. I seen that. That's all. Yeah. He cool. He seemed cool. And the crazy part about it, I know one of his family members. Like mm. his uh cousin is Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe the dude that did my uh the video, the intricate dialect video. Mm-hmm. Like he did most of the footage, like the camera footage. One so of my favorite songs by the way. I like oh, you I, fuck I, with that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he Intricate. did that. Uh I ain't I was so fucked up I couldn't even mention it to him. I was like shit. I wasn't nervous or nothing. Like he just a regular nigga to me, like shit, I was the fishing bowl and that motherfucker when I walked in that bitch. It was like it was like a lot of old people in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my shit on, so motherfuckers looking like who is he? Like that type of shit. So when I hollered at him and shit, I'm I threw him, I gave him a hat and whatnot, I got him a little picture with him, but I ain't get to really chop oh, it what's up. What's these hats anyway? I like this black one. Yeah, this one, uh hats. Oh, I am AG. It's not I Mag, it's IMAG, Inspire, Motivate, Accomplish, and Grind, Indie, Made, and Grown, however you want to call it. Huh? We talk about it offline. <laughs> Man, I, I need this. <laughs> I mean, it's online on the website. Yo, I want this one right here. I want the souvenir. Gotcha, I, want the, I want the one in person. I ain't gotcha, I want gotcha, gotcha. an autograph. Got you. <laughs> Yo, and I'm going to take a picture and post so they know it's real. Yeah, but other than that, like, I ain't really do much. Like, uh, I DJ two events. You DJ, bro? Yeah, DJ. Yeah, I did a, uh, it was like a, a concert. It was damn near like a Music Monday type okay. event. It, it was supposed to be in a party, but it turned into that okay. a concert type shit. This nigga triggered all trade. And then I did. Uh, I DJed a yoga event. Yeah, and that was cool. I, th- I like the yoga event more than the other one though. What kind of music you play at a yoga? Event? I mean, it's it was called Yin and Vibes, where I played like shit like uh, Janae Aiko. Uh, like you know Janae Aiko? Probably know that song. I'm um, Big Sean, girlfriend. Yeah. 
Is that put that on my? I don't no. mean to. I don't need to. Oh, but I oh, okay. want you. That type yeah. of eat the booty like groceries. Okay. I oh. didn't play that song. Ah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She the one. Yeah. She oh. said that in her music and oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, she. Uh, I play like Lauren Hill. You know, like R and B type shit. Oh, like just all smooth. Yeah, smooth music. Hmm. Smooth love songs. He's on his knee, so bad. It was cool though. Yoga. It was like it's peaceful. It's real peaceful. Oh. Yoga. I encourage everybody to do it because it quiets your mind. I know, like doing music, doing all this shit, your mind's constantly racing. It's something always going on from writing lyrics, like when lyrics popping in your head. Shit like that. Yeah, you sometimes you can't write it down, so you got to keep remembering it. Mm-hmm. But that like, yoga, it clears out all that. Like it, it gives you like a peace of mind. Make you like you get an air. Like, like a it's factory like, reset. Yeah, you need it though. Like it's necessary. Like that meditation and yoga, like it really like it'll help you out if you try this shit. Like it's like therapy for real. That's really, really what it is. Yeah, I've done yoga. Like, I've been you, to a like, couple like, yoga classes. You act actively, you just like I know how to do it a little shit though. Yeah. Warrior one, warrior two, out of, I can tell you about poses, happy baby pose, uh downward dog. Okay. I mean, I know I know a little shit. So but you, what, you, namaste, you, you, you know? You could you, 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 you do all that all huh? that all that um Nah, I ain't places. not nigga. Nah. See, that's what I'm saying. That's like that's like that's a Another misconception. Level. Oh. Yeah, like oh, that's okay. like that nigga putting their legs over here. Niggas don't do that shit in yoga. Okay. In yoga, it's like it's simple shit. Like I can show you a word pose. Like <laughs> you want to carry a little. I want to. Cause I'm, I thought it was like on like that. Like a warrior pose. You have one foot facing this way, mm-hmm. and you you have your arms like it. Yeah. So he's like your this foot is at a ninety degree angle. And you go like that, and then you like you come back like that, and you you yeah. you getting stretches on shit that you okay. don't even usually get. You feeling okay. something? You feel it when you enter. You like, damn, I ain't know yeah. I ain't stretched that part of my body in so long. You yeah. bones start cracking and shit popping Ooh. and shit. Yeah, like yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you know, you're I what's that shit? Neck and shit like, like how they be doing that shit? Was a chiropractor? It's yeah. like that. It's them like that. Yeah, I'm interested. And then man. they be having like silent moments where you just like lay there and meditate, and you just like you, you kind of like yeah. clear your mind from all the shit that been going on that week. Ooh, I'm about to check. Yeah, I'm yeah it's cool though. Like, I fuck with yoga. Yeah. What made you get into yoga. it though? Uh, I had a guest on. We was doing Legit Hustle podcast season one. I had a guest. He used to be like a street nigga, and he like he reformed and he he got into the yoga world. He became a yoga teacher. For sure. And he came on the show. So like now he don't smoke or drink or nothing like that. He drink mm-hmm. uh tea and all that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, I asked him to come on the show. He came on. Everybody was cool. So he was like, y'all need to come to one of my events and try it out because he was telling us about it. So, you know, at first a nigga gonna be like, yoga, what the yeah, fuck is that? Yeah. Nigga putting legs over the head. Nah. Yeah. But I was like, I was open minded. I was mm-hmm. like, shit, he supported our shit. That's the least I can do is return yeah. a favor. I'm gonna at least so, go try it one time. Yeah. So I went to try and boy, I got there. It wasn't nothing but women in there, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Black women at that. <laughs> so it's like it's like this like the club without the club. You yeah. know, you ain't got a drink or none of that none shit. Of that. You just come here with your water bottle, your towel. Mm. It was hot yoga too. Mm. What's hot yoga? What's the difference? Like hot yoga is like doing that shit in a sauna. Yeah. Okay, so it's making you sweat while you Yeah, you shit. actually getting like so it feel like a workout by the time you join. Yeah, yeah, it's on Mondays, uh yeah. city yoga. I'm try that out. They be having free classes on Mondays. It's donation based. If you want to donate, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool though. Yeah, yoga is very therapeutic. That's crazy. Nigga talking about yoga. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it sounds funny as hell, but until you try, you like, damn, that shit is yeah. actually cool. And then it's like you get to be around women. I mean, yeah, what, what, who would not want to be around women? That's why I'm interested. Yeah, like, so it's cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, where we at? We 23 minutes in. We keep going. Though. What, y'all, what, what else y'all got going on though? Uh. Right now, what I got going on is plot, plan, strategize, and just keep executing. Um, I'm understanding from a perspective of an individual who wants to be a um, owner 
or entrepreneur or even in the industries or like what you're doing right now in the way that you're doing it yeah. it takes um a proper preparation of it so i want to definitely um find a a, a a vast way of approach with pulling all my integral skill sets yeah. that i see you doing yeah and um creating that formula you know i think i think you have the best expression of the ideal creation of what of that of the answer of that question yeah you gotta you gotta find your formula well, i could say one thing i learned about it though yeah. i learned like positivity don't always resonate exactly with the world like some people they, they they're not open-minded to it because it's like it's too positive Exactly. Like yeah. I can make a whole, I can put out an album right now with no cussing in it, and it's like motherfuckers are like, "What the fuck is this?" You feel me? Yeah. But then, if I'm talking about drilling, killing, and you know everything, drugging and thugging, yeah. and it's yeah. it's all good. Like yeah. that. Like I don't understand that part about life. Like I do. It's like it's like the internet. Even the internet, they they thrive off negative shit. Like if you post something positive, I can post, "Hey, Mr. Norris getting saved next week" or something like that, oh, and yeah. motherfuckers ain't gonna give a fuck about that. But if I post. Y'all see the Naptown Cypher, this nigga did that, this person was trash and like that type of shit, then they gonna feed into that. Yeah. Because it's it's only a, it's, it's only a, it's only it's only one energy source, right? Mm -hmm. So it sucks because the mass majority pull from it in a low vibrant feel. Yeah. So that's what you combat you you pulling from the source now from awareness and maturity from a positive perspective, but seeing you're not getting no friction from that. Yeah. And in order to get some friction, you gotta kind of go dip over here, yeah. Stir the sauce up, and then try to pull some, wing them over. Yeah, you know what like I'm you gotta give them, you gotta give them a little bullshit, yeah. and then but you gotta you go know, jump, yeah. Put that like yeah, it's like yeah. like getting a motherfucker to go to church or some shit. Yeah. You gotta give them a little like yeah, let them know, nigga. Don't get it twisted. I grew up like this. Yeah, like I'm still, like, I'm, I mean, I'm still a yeah. work in progress. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna feed you a little bit, give you a little bit yeah, at a time. But it's yeah. it's a it's the long road. But I mean, yeah. it's worth it in the end though, because it's like. Shit, I, I think it's just compatibility, man. I mm -hmm. think um, chemistry, compatibility, um, experience, and having um, maturity with yeah. knowledge. Because right now the new currency is data. Yeah. You know, your voice is your new data. Mm -hmm. So now it's about coining your voice. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I said, let me coin this. Nigga, put the microphone down and pick the microphone up. And OG caught that. I'm gonna get that way later, but but no, think about that. My nigga, to put the microphone down, pick the microphone uh -huh. up, and see like what I did. Like I came up with the concept for this show. I wanted to do unscripted without no script. We just gonna talk about like show literally, nigga. We just sat down I, and start talking. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I got <laughs> notes and stuff. Don't get me wrong. That's why I just pulled from my notes on a couple things. But like mm -hmm. for the most, it's like I look at it like when we was coming up and doing music. We didn't like our OGs didn't tell us, hey nigga, this the wrong way you doing this the wrong way. Only thing we could do is see what they was doing wrong and we can digest how we digest and For put sure. it put it out how we put it out. Like sure. like as far as even, you know, hustling, doing whatever you doing, like yeah. it's like you just you seen you seen the outcome of this, that and the third or doing whatever. Yeah. But like with the music, we never had nobody say, "Hey, look, you need to go get your copyrights. You gotta go do this. Yeah. You gotta go do that." Yeah. It, you had one or two every blue moon that pop in, but motherfuckers was telling us to pull copy. Motherfuckers telling us to put in, yeah. the, in the piece of envelope, <laughs> mail it back to yourself. I mean, that's yeah. copyright. We yeah. we literally did it. <laughs> my bad. We literally did. My yeah. bad. We literally did that shit, and, and I think we had it for a while. But yeah, yeah, thinking we got something going, but really, like that shit, and it wasn't valid. Like a lot of that shit wasn't yeah. valid. But still, but, it's like know, AKA the poor man's copyright. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, but, no, but literally though, and then like that's why I had to step it back. Like I was involved. You know, I got involved in the music industry for a minute, where I felt like um, I was 
cultivating myself in that arena in mm-hmm. such a way. But like I like I tell everybody because I get I when you get inside that loop you get it you know what I'm saying yeah you you get the idea where you don't need no money you just need to know how to look like the money right you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. like literally even if you had the money right mm-hmm. a nigga with a hundred thousand dollars can look like he got a million dollars easier than a nigga just with a thousand dollars showing like he got a hundred thousand. See what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you understand the concept and then you understand, okay, by being associated with this nigga and see, they, they understand the concept. So it's hilarious. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like free marketing, but it's also free branding because yeah. at the end of the day, your negativity can make my shit pop just as good as my positivity can make my shit pop. So why would I why would I run your negativity away when you, your negativity is still bringing attraction to my brand? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the uh, Shannon Sharp, Mike Epps situation. Yeah. So it's like it's still good for business, but then the business goes down to details of relationships, references, resources, mm-hmm. and then who hands in the cookie jar. You know what I'm saying? Because, nah, you can't just be popping your shit without a fee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it get into that arena. So, like, yeah. when you really get into the... um. Like my man Jay Prince say, man, shout out to the Prince family. The art and science of respect and how and and the approach of it. And then when you when you are able to go from being a fly on the wall mm-hmm. into a body to the room, then you understand that that concept go with your mood because it's it's in the streets. Okay, I want to wake up today and get in the streets, make some money, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck who I am, what I'm about. It's the same decision that every man got. Yeah. Now, when you jump in that street, you go. You finna go with your move, right? Whether this nigga got a reputation of this, this nigga got a reputation of this, this doesn't yeah. matter. You you put yourself at risk as the snitch, the real nigga, the jack boy, the robber, the 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 you you know what I'm saying. Everybody is in the same pot, yeah. but it's all about the friction, though. You know what I'm saying? Cause like if it, if it ain't no motion with currency, then it, it ain't no motion at all. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm so when you learn that. And you understand the value of relationships, and the um, and you able to conceptualize a way where not I wouldn't say a good impression, but what I would say is um, a good company, a good a good reference, a good welcoming, um, a a, a great acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? Um, something like a standing ovation. You know what I mean? To um, know that you. You went in a direction where we want to talk about entrepreneur, we want to talk about music, we want to talk about believing in yourself. You know, like I said, me and this brother started with a tape recording and a karaoke, literally, mm-hmm. and his mom and a speaker, you know, and we we would record this tape over trying to perfect the rhymes and the ideal sound of it mm-hmm. in, the, in the tone of the music. And then we would take it to school and try to sell the tape. So fast forward, after... Like I said, 40 from Norlington, really getting in these streets, really getting a part of the arena of this music, and literally met everybody, been involved with everybody, in some length of a rap conversation, of a collab, or let's fuck with each other, or know a nigga name. And I say that because every nigga to share their experience, right? Mm-hmm. Of a compliment, right? But no real involvement, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I went back, or return back to my homeland, Houston, Texas, you know what I'm saying? After the experience of growing up and living here in Indianapolis and got my swag and found my... I, I, Twister was the first one that influenced me to rap because I was tuned in. Tupac influenced me by music, 
But Twisted what really got me picking up that pen because the the sound of his voice of him rapping was was unbelievable to me, mm-hmm. right? So, and then I found myself, you know, and then I resonated. But what I'm saying is, so when I went to Houston, you know, I made it a conception of thought. You know, words of bond to my mom I can tell you that. My, I just want to meet Jay Prince and get him my CD and tell him can I be his favorite rapper, literally, right? Mm-hmm. That was the thought. That was the statement. I was here thinking that at the Greyhound on my way to Houston with a warrant and a bag of CDs because I was broke and I didn't want to sell dope no more because I was fresh out of penitentiary. But I was on my dick 24 with shit. You know what I'm saying? And for some reason, the idea, I was always embarrassed. He could tell you. He just wanted me to go to the mall and pass out CDs try to sell the CD. I was like, man, let's just pass these hoes out because I was too nervous to ask somebody to believe in me and, and ask them for money. And it took a real life situation. I'm in Florida, right? I got a handful of CDs on me. I got my daughter Promise, who he was speaking about, mother who passed away. You know what I'm saying? At the age of 25, I became a single father of a six, seven year old child, who daughter, who, a daughter who mother passed away. So I ain't got no money in my pockets. I want a cigarette. My daughter wants some chips. I got three, four, five CDs in my bag. I'm fresh off the Greyhound. Now, I know if I apply myself, I can make some money, but I don't really want to do it. <laughs> the female at school, she don't love me wear a core. It's already on E, but I got these handful of CDs. But guess what? I just sold her on the idea. But my daughter really wants something right now, and I got to produce. So we ride to the gas station. I jump out. Guess who's the first person at the gas station? It's a police officer. <laughs> He's going to give me $20. I ain't even trying to buy a CD. But right there, it started my real journey of, a police officer just gave me twenty dollars, and really on the string, cause I had a daughter right here, and I just said, "Man, bro, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to make a dollar. My daughter wants some chills, man. All I got is a CD." He said, "Give me a second. Came out and gave me twenty dollars. He said, "Keep the CD." Literally, just told, and this was my formula. I had something in my hand, so I wasn't asking for nothing. Mm-hmm. I knew I had a good flow if I if I can get at least thirty seconds of your ear time. I knew my product was handmade, but I knew it was very presentable. Fourth, I knew that telling the truth would give me a more benefit than try to sell you on the music. I just need you to like me and believe me and what mm-hmm. I was saying. Fuck the CD, mm-hmm. right? But knowing that if you will put the CD in and really listen to it because I, if I give you a free burger, will you bite it? Or will you appreciate a burger if you gave gave me a dollar? Yeah. So I would use that. If I give it to you for free, so you I promise you you're not gonna listen to it. Yeah, you gonna but if you find a way in your heart to give me at least a dollar, it's gonna make you want to listen to it because now you didn't pay for this, because now it's yours. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have value. And when you really listen to my music, you're gonna see that my music have value. Mm-hmm. And that formula right there led me to sell 10,000 CDs. That formula right there. Let me pass a nigga who was trying to charge me ten thousand dollars. I take it to Jay Prince myself. Shit, nigga, nigga, Jay Prince found me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And when I say that, I mean off energy. I'm talking about, you know, it was attractive. You know, so I didn't go looking for rap a lot. You know, and rap a lot didn't come looking for me. But I had a thought because I understood the concept of what that was in that arena. And nigga, like nigga said, if you're going to fuck with anything, why not fuck with the muscle? Right? And when I mean the muscle, I'm talking about muscle and power and knowledge of understanding how this shit go and how to defend and protect what's yours as far as in the creative space. And and, and, and if you're going to spend your money and brush shoulders, go brush shoulders with and if you a real nigga. I never met a real nigga who was intimidated to meet a real another real nigga. Yeah. Like, I'm a real nigga. I'm, I'm honored to meet another real nigga with or without a name. I'm going to treat them both the same. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm a real nigga. If I know he's the plug and you the middleman, why well, I'm going to keep entertaining you if I know I can go around you respectfully and just get straight to it. So when that happened, life happened. And when I mean life happened, nigga, you know, I, real, I'm a father first. I'm, I have children and life happened. And I had a decision. My Illuminati, because I understand the concept of Illuminati, was she willing to give up for this shit? And in some cases, it's, 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 it's this other shit that we know about. But the real Illuminati is that shit you and God know. That shit only you and God know. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And God, I knew if I would have walked through that door of fuck what's going on in real life because I know if I just make it, I'm going to be able to fix this and I made have made it. But the relationship I have with my daughter right now, I wouldn't have had. And I probably would have been your favorite rapper right now, famous. But guess what? I wouldn't have been promised favorite rapper. She wouldn't give a fuck about who I was on that TV and that I got millions of dollars. And I, she wouldn't give a fuck. You know what she would have gave a fuck about? My daddy, yeah. Mama dead, and this nigga want to be a rapper. Mama dead, nigga, and you want to be a rapper. You are still trying to be a rapper. Yeah. And it took a lot to say, nigga, you can be a rapper, but be a daddy first. Yeah. Do you hear me? Yeah. You could be. I would give you that. I I took you there. But I thank God you didn't you didn't go the other route. I, I see my son got something in him. Cause my heart was tested and the door was open. Which okay. means nigga, based off my performance and entertainment, nigga, I was already sought out. The step was on me. I was in rotation. I was at the studio. I done met this family. They beautiful. Real people. But I say that all in a nutshell because it has been something that needs to be spoke on in my life. So I can clear the air, you know. It's no more than, hey, how you doing? I, I, you, you are familiar with me. I'm familiar with you. Yeah. I have been around your people, around your family. You know who I am. You know my body. You know my temperature. You know my perspective. You know, he know me enough to know I'm not no stranger. I'm, I'm not walking in as no stranger. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what, I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'm not no stranger, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. You know what I mean? You just a fan of a nigga. You just met a nigga one time in your life. I'm not no stranger, bro. Yeah. But I also not no nigga who just because I know you and I see the benefactors of knowing you just overly involve myself in, in, with anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a peon either though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a respect level, bro. You know what I'm saying? And every time I speak on them, it's a respect level because I have actually been involved with that family in a respectful way through business of people that's involved with them through promotion. You know what I'm saying? Like just being a Houston nigga. It's, that's typical shit. You know what I'm saying? That's not something that's uncommon. If you're a real nigga and you're trying to be something 
make something of yourself. You know, you're going to meet people that are going to know people that are going to push you in directions. And if your character right and your body right and you got something going on, nigga don't mind give, giving you some time, some time. Yeah. You feel me? But then you got to understand too, like I had to understand, <clears throat> life come. And sometimes in life come, you got decisions to make. Mm-hmm. And some niggas is in the position where they can say, okay, fuck this shit, I'm about to do this. It's like the snitch thing. You can do 20 years doing straight gangster shit with a nigga, then you got 20 minutes to make a decision to tell on a nigga to do 20 years, and you decide to tell on a nigga you need 20 years of dirt with to go to get and go get. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing. It's like, what's, yeah. your, what's, your, what's your Illuminati? What, what truth are you willing to sacrifice and deny to yourself to gain and get ahead? That's Illuminati. What real truth for you are you willing to give up and to not and to deny in yourself and wake up and look at yourself every day and know that you're denying this truth about yourself for 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 a benefactor of something that you want? That's Illuminati, bro. And those that know that and those that's in position of power can leverage that with anybody with talent and broke pockets. You know what I'm saying? You can make a dog think he's a cat if he if he really hungry. He gonna eat that cat food. Mm-hmm. And we we were getting close to the end. Once again, I want to say. Hey, shout out to Houston, Texas, <laughs> baby. I'm all the way in Indianapolis. I won't be right to even say that. Shout out to everybody I didn't ever brush hands with. Sold a CD too. They didn't gave me a dollar. They didn't gave me um uh, the ask for my autograph. And they took a picture. They didn't allow me to post them. Then they didn't did anything musically involved with me because nigga, I was really on these concrete hand in hand selling CDs like I just like like nigga sell crack. You feel me? And yes, yeah, selling CDs hand in hand. And put me in the, in, in the presence of a man like Jay Prince and other great men. You feel me? I done met Mandy Fresh. You know what I'm saying? I done, I done, met, I done met a lot of people. But meeting people is not the point. It's, it's, it's the point of when you meet people, it's a concept of showing you that a thought turned into a belief and with an act and passion can be manifested and it can become a reality. So yeah. I say all of that to say by definition, like I said in the beginning, my whole concept, was, and I never gave him a CD and asked him to be my favorite rapper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because every time yeah. I had the opportunity to speak when it was never that type of time to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, did, you know, got a book from him, got his autograph, you know, got and developed a good relationship with the people. And um, I would like to think of myself as a bridge in, in, in a musical way involving myself with anybody that's on some musical shit when it comes to coming to Houston, if you know me, because I'm a real nigga. And it don't take money to, to say, hey, I think you should go over there to the studio and go fuck. Or I think you should, you know what I'm saying? It's called guidance and, and, and suggesting advice. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I ain't got to oversell it. And I think what we need to do as young people is, 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 is do what bro doing. Take what she got and present it, you know, and, 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 allow, and allow a person the privilege to say, okay, I can add value to that. Or, hey, I see value in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How living when you get your, your percent up. But I see what you got going on. Keep cooking. You feel me? I fuck with you. Yeah. I salute that. I stamp that. I don't mean to cut you off. We yeah, 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 short yeah, on time, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Where can they find you at on social media? Uh, right now, um, I'm, 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 I'm big dad shit. But right now, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on Instagram as Hamza Lion Hunter Ali. You know, I'm on my journey right now. Right now, I'm in a relationship with Allah, and I'm in love with it with my daughters. And right now, I'm just showcasing. The the, the 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 behind the scenes of a rapper if he got kids and that's just fatherhood you know my next project I got coming out is called fatherhood but my writing right now is me um, living it All right. that makes yeah. sense uh, Stary where can they find you um, you can find me on Instagram at Stary S T E R R Y 
the DJ, um, TH2E's DJ. You can find me um, pretty much everywhere else is DJ Stary underscore O or St- DJ Stary dash O on everywhere else. Oh, okay. Okay. And you can find me on the Formula TV. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Trillion and Cuts. And this has been another episode of Unscripted with Trillion Cuts. I appreciate y'all fellas. And we out.